Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. What is up, Dolphins? And welcome to the fifth quarter postgame show. The Miami Dolphins Podcast Network is all here. Seth Levitt, OJ McDuffie from the Fish Tank, Travis Wingfield here from the Drive Time Podcast. It's past midnight, but we're not tired yet. It's not past midnight yet. It's almost past midnight. Juice, big dub tonight. Man, oh man, it feels good to be here again. Back to back weeks. Within the last four days, actually, of getting back-to-back back week, right? Yeah, yeah. back-to-back back week. <laughs> Can we play another there. game before the game, <laughs> yes. before the weekend? Bro, you know what? And I'm going to tell you what, man. The way that defense played and the way the offense found a way to, you know, to not mess it up completely and then find a way to get in the end zone late in the game. I mean, that was, that was a fun one, man. You know, I, I love the game, especially on Thursday night. We just never know what's going to happen. People have a four-day, you know, uh, four days to get ready for an event or for a game. And the team's got to come on the road. Our team went out there, man, defensively especially, man, and played a, a one heck of a game. Thursday night football is nothing like it, Travis. You know, you, you know the hype man out there that got him hyped before the game. I, I think, think that was I, it. I think he carried it. I think he's the one that the reason that it all went the way it went today. You might have a and, new uh, gig. I hope so. I hope so. I didn't mind that at all, man. But, yeah, great game. Great defensive job today. The pressures in the face, you know, b- batting balls down, picking them up, scoring with it. I mean, it was just fun to watch, man. That's what we expected. We talked about this last week. We talked about this last game when we, when, when we held the Texans to nine points. And once again, a great job by the defense. One bad series, but the rest of it was just stellar. We're going to talk about that defensive game plan a lot tonight. The quarterback position as well. Obviously very intriguing there in terms of that storyline. But, Seth, I want to go to you here real quick because you had a takeaway in this game of sorts that you kind of kept coming back to, and it, it just kept showing itself time and time again about the physicality the Dolphins showed tonight. What did you think of that? This Baltimore team, usually the one that gives it to this Dolphins team. Well, that's it. That's been the history. You know, I saw all the stats all week about what the, you know, the Ravens have been and the Dolphins by this margin over the last who cares what happened two years ago this is a different team they're a different team certainly don't care what happened prior to that but one thing that has been a theme has been that the Ravens just come in here and they're physical and they're nasty and the Dolphins haven't been able to match that but the physicality of the night juice and it started on the opening drive when the Ravens they I, I forget who it was but they ran that end around and you think that guy's going the distance, and Javon Holland comes out of nowhere, hits him up high, and, and bodies go flying everywhere. You know, mouthpieces are flying everywhere. And from, it, from that moment, it was on. And this team played fast. They were physical. The defense was what we had hoped they would be, 
and then some. And I think that that's what was necessary to come out here and punch those guys in the mouth, and that's what they did. Yeah, I think our team is tired of getting punked by these guys. We really are, and I'm glad they, they played finally, like it. Yeah, they, I'm glad they finally went out there with that type of attitude because we've had a physical defense before with a lot of the same guys out there. We've had a fast defense before with a lot of the same guys out there, and they showed that today. The different looks, the different blitzes, the, and then what you said, when they finished the play, Remember the beginning of the season, we had trouble finishing tackles, finishing a play, finishing a drive as a defense or as an offense. But the physicality of the whole thing today was what I love because that's what Baltimore does. They want to impose their will on right. you, and they weren't able to do that today. We were able to go out there and do that to them ourselves. And you talk about these young guns. I know we talk a lot about these, these young guys, you know, the, the, the Brandon Jones and the, and the uh, you know, the Javon oh, Hollins, yeah. man. Those boys right there. They've been the difference makers because they've been allowing our defense to do what they love to do. And we'll they're rallying around them, right? You can so see it. They're, it's infectious, the way they're playing. Their energy, yeah. their, again, that physicality, it's fun to watch, it, man. It's changed the way they've played defense the last couple of weeks, and it goes back to those safeties and the pressure numbers. I keep talking about on the podcast about bringing down Brandon Jones and Javon Hall to pressure the quarterback, and it's been the case three weeks in a row now, even going back to that Buffalo game. And I'm going to go ahead and get out over my skis here and talk about a campaign for Rookie of the Year for, for Javon oh, Hall, Defensive oh. Rookie of the Year. This dude's balling right now. Four tackles tonight, solo tackles. He had two passes defense and a sack that lost seven yards. He was he had his hand in on four plays on those third down get-offs. Baltimore in this game was one, two for 14 two for on 13. 14. He had he had his hand on four of those stops. And just to go back to Lamar Jackson and kind of what the Ravens have done to this Dolphins team over the last several years here, in this game, 238 passing yards, and a big chunk of that was late in what I won't quite call garbage time, but it was close to it, and he only rushes for 39 yards on nine attempts in this game. Juice, Lamar Jackson came into this game averaging 351 total yards per game. He comes away with less than 300 and a 73.6 quarterback rating. Man, this Dolphins defense, I mean, we just talked about it, but that's that's the story of this game, right? Yeah, it really is, man. And I tell you what, also, the, the pressure came in a lot of different ways. We saw our, our young guy, Jalen Phillips, getting there. We saw Agua with some batted balls. We saw a lot of guys out there that were contributing. Christian Wilkins, again, I know it's – I mean, he's, he's just having a heck of a year, too. And a lot of times you don't really notice it because the interior guys don't get numbers that dictate that they had a really good game. But the, the presence and the stopping up the middle, him and Raekwon, you know, taking a Baltimore team that loves to run the rock and, and pretty much Held neutralize, them, on neutralize them on, you know, running the football. But the constant pressure and, and these guys out there able to go out there and, uh, and, and, and play the style of defense that – we were hoping to see. Right. And they never stopped playing it the whole game. We did a lot of zero today. We played a lot of zero. Yes. We played a lot of single high. We're like, we were daring them. And I talked about a lot in the post game today, on the pregame today, you know, um, when, I, when I did a hit, that disciplined football, standing in your lanes, containing Lamar Jackson, and they did a great job of that, keeping him in the pocket when he did want to run. Put him on the ground know, four times, the yeah, right? They I got mean, him down. Really impressive. I, go ahead, Seth. Well, I was just going to say – they held him to 10 points. What were they averaging coming in, Travis? 27.6. Yeah. And so 27.6, uh, they held him to 10 points. You know, I got on Hal Habib with the Palm Beach Post. I love Hal. Great guy. He's been covering his team for a long time. He gave this defense a C yeah. last week just because of who the opponent was. And I said, well, we don't control who the <laughs> opponent is. Well, guess what? They played the Baltimore Ravens today and held them to 10 points. Yeah. So if this isn't an A from this Miami Dolphins defense, I don't know what more we want. But this was a lot of fun to watch. And as you said, this was the expectation. This team is built around the defense dominating and the offense just, you know, I hate to say it, but if the offense is capable, right, if, they, if they're capable, if they protect the football, they move it down the field steady, 
This defense is supposed to win football games, and the last two weeks they have showed up big time. And to the point about the rushing defense, they go for just 94 yards in the ground. Seth, was it 35 yards they had in that first drive? You, you and I and John Jimmy were talking about how the Ravens were rushing right at right. what we saw Juice as a, a different defensive lineup in terms of they went Bake and um, who else was off the Riley. other? Van, Van Ginkle. Well, Van Ginkle, off, and then Riley and Roberts, right? Which is a, a lineup change. Yeah. Usually yeah. you have Ogba and, and Jalen Phillips in there. They go lighter but faster off the edge, and that speed showed up in this game tonight. 94 rushing yards for a Ravens team that loves to run the football and basically leads the league in rushing every single year, not so much in this game. And then kind of to further that point, you talk about the aggressiveness and, and Seth, how the defense sets up this team. How about the aggressiveness of the offense late in this game? Tua to Albert Wilson for what was that? 50 yards on that second to last drive there yeah. and then the fourth down like they're going forth they're pushing the tempo and they're trying to win the game on the offensive side of the ball do not give that thing back to Lamar Jackson and let him come down and beat you they were the aggressor tonight and to me that was the difference in the game yeah you know I mean look we look we've been waiting for explosive plays from this offense and they did some incredible explosive plays and I tell you the one at the end you talk about to Albert Wilson I mean you it, it doesn't get much bigger than that when you've got to put a drive together, you've got to get points. The game is still in the balance, and you're able to go out there and, and make a big throw, make a big play, um, and it was, it was nice to see, man. And you know what, man? I think this team is tired of hearing it. They're tired of hearing all the trash talking. They're tired of hearing all these, you know, wannabe, hate-nat fans that come out there, you know, and, 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 and they hear it. Trust me, as, a, as an athlete, you hear the noise. Now check this out. You know, you won on Sunday, you won on Thursday, you got a long weekend, and they're going to enjoy go this, enjoy man. Go to, go to Publix, re- right? They're going to be at Publix all weekend long, <laughs> They're going man. to someone else other than just Publix. Yeah, yeah, I can promise gonna, you that. Right now, man, they, and, they, 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 and they deserve it, man. But it's, uh, it's going to be time to get back to work, headed to New York next week. But, Seth, we do the post game, Seth. We don't do the pregame, right? So we're going to talk more about how, <laughs> how well these boys did today. After a win, Dan. We're going to be there for that game, fellows. The three Can't of wait. us, the, the Fish Tank Podcast here with Preach with us. A two-game winning streak, a chance to put You're together fire. a three-game winning streak. That has happened before. Hopefully it happens here again. I want to talk about two more plays before we get out to break, guys. Talking about the aggressiveness on offense and, and just the game in general. I talked about the, it was 64 yards. I just looked it up to yep. Tua to Albert Wilson. But how, how about the 35-yard pass to Jalen Waddle on first and 20 in a series where they needed to get points and kind of take the pressure off this defense? Juice, I thought those two plays with Tua coming back, and that we'll talk about that next segment, were two of the biggest plays of the season for this team. Absolutely. I mean, uh, nothing explosive so far. Even the beginning of this game, it was like three yards, two yards, four yards. Preach and I were they talking about They did have a 52-yarder Isaiah Ford. You yeah, got to give a little that. credit I, I to Kobe on that one. I saw boy, yeah, got outside, <laughs> made a play down the field, which we really got in the end zone. Yeah. But that was a broken play type of situation. But I'm talking about in terms of game planning itself, it seemed like that was still the mentality. But they did take some shots down the field, and uh, we completed them. We completed some shots down the field. Hopefully that, that trend continues. We start losing some defenses up, and we'll start finding some running lanes. But we got to start going down the field like this a little bit more, giving our playmakers a lot more opportunities to get those explosive plays, and uh, good things will happen. You hit some 50-yard plays and play that good of defense, you're going to win a lot of football games in this league. We're not going to not talk about the quarterback. We'll do that next segment here. But first, let's go ahead and pause 10 seconds so our stations can identify themselves. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Radio Network. In season or off season, you and your car make a great team. Take care of it with Chevron with Techron for unbeatable cleaning and mileage. It's a winning play. Chevron. 
together ahead. And we had a quarterback switch right out of the locker room break. Jacoby Brissett finishes the game 11 for 23, 156 passing yards, a 70.2 passer rating. He gets injured in the game and is replaced by quarterback one, Tua Tungavailoa, who finishes juice 8 for 13. That's 61.5%, 158 yards, took one sack, and 104.0 rating and one rushing touchdown. What did you think of Tua off the bench in this performance? Man, it was rough early, right? You know I mean? A little rusty, you could tell a little bit. And then he finally got his legs underneath him and guys were, you know, getting open. And he was taking shots. You know, I love the fact that he took a few shots down the field and, uh, you know, got going there. I love the energy the crowd gave him, too. You know, I mean, that was was nice to see. Fan base, they love of Tungabaloa, and that, that was that was great to see. And you can't help but to feed off of that as a player, you know, when people are, you know, having all these rumors and all things like that. Went out there, made some big plays when he had to, can, you know, handled the ball. I mean, they, they put it on the on the ground, and, and Eichenberg yeah. saved our butts a couple <laughs> times out there. But at the same yeah. time, well, he had man, a good look at the he, ball well, coming out. Well, yeah, he did. I mean, this, this, I said that too. You always know the guy who's, you know, who's who's recovering fumbles half the time on the offense because of the ones that missed the block or something like that. But um, yeah, it was nice to see him out there. It's nice to see QB one number one out there playing. I, I was in, you know, I've been here since like four o'clock today. <laughs> You know, but I was I was I was loving seeing all the number one jerseys and T-shirts out there today, too, man. This guy is he's he is loved by this fan base, man. And if we give him a chance, I think we've got it. We've got a shot, you know, but we've got to do better in front in front of him to give him even better. Chance. Yeah, whoever's back there. But, the, do but, better but the fact that he threw the ball down the field today, Big Seth, it wasn't dink and dunk. He sat in that pocket and threw some balls down the field. It's in zero catches, and we still get, go out there and we get it done today. That was uh, a. And anytime he went up against someone, he pretty much had success. But go ahead and jump in here. Well, Seth. no, I was just going to say, I think we're at the point where if you're facing the Miami Dolphins, who are you going to try and take away from the offense, right? Yeah. Kasicki and Waddle. That's where you're going right. to start. And so when you look at this and you see Albert Wilson with four for 87, you see Isaiah Ford with four for 84, look, that's, that's going to happen. did happen today and I agree with you it was great to see it was nice to see the way Tua responded I was a little concerned early on Drew so I looked at Travis I said man you're only one play away from being back in there one play away he knows it because he went down against Buffalo and and it happened tonight again and I was like ah man I don't know what is you know what was his rep count in practice he looked a little rusty he looked a little untua like with the accuracy but he did enough, and he hit – you know, look, it was a broken coverage there when, when he hits Wilson at the end, but he saw it, and he hit him, and we get the big play, and they put the game away. So and, it was great. And that's a little bit of what you kind of envision with this offense ideally is all the eye candy and misdirection can spring some leaks like that, and that's kind of the Fair idea point. of the RPO. You, you just – you lull him to sleep, lull him to sleep, and then all of a sudden you hit a big play out the back end. And to kind of further that point, Juice, this, this to me tonight, especially in that second half – I mean, anytime you play that kind of defensive football, you're going to be a, have a formula for victory. But I thought this in general, with how the offense kind of controlled the football and, and chewed some clock and, and moved the ball and picked up first downs, and, and with Tua hitting those big plays at those big times, that's kind of who he's been, right? Like yeah. the, the volume numbers have not been there, but when they've needed big-time plays, he's typically come up for them. And in this game, working off of what a defense is able to do and all the good field position they gave him, to have Tua make the big plays when you need him and you can kind of hold the quarterback back a little bit 
and wait till you have to have it. With this kind of defensive performance, it's hard to lose games doing that. Yeah, I mean, the defense is going to dictate it. We talked about this before. They're going to dictate how things go for this football team, giving them a lot of great field position, great opportunities. And before the beginning of the game, we didn't take very many. We didn't take advantage of it at all. You know, and uh, and that was unfortunate. Even at the end, you know, when you got a first and goal from the one yeah. and we don't get a chance to punch it in, I mean, the defense is doing everything they can do to, to give us a chance to win, even scoring a touchdown for us. But I'm going to tell you, man, this is a game that you can build from. You can really build from a game like this uh, uh, moving forward. You know, the toughest t- contest we had in a long time was against, always been against the Ravens. Now we're looking at the, the rest of the schedule, which is what you have to do one week at a time. But then we got the, the Jets in 10 days, which is nice. You get extra time. You know, you get extra film. You get extra study. You get extra practice. You, know, you get extra rest. You get all the things that you need to go into on a road trip and, and be, out, be ready to go. But the defense has to be feeling really, really good about themselves, giving up 19 points in two games. After yeah. they gave up what, Seth, you, you did the math, 35 or Well, they so. were on a bad run there. Yeah, yeah it was like yeah. 32 or 34 yeah. points a game yeah. for, uh, during that was, losing streak. So, yeah, rough. I'm with you on that. Yeah, so to be, you know, a, a, you know, a 9 and a 10, you know, in back-to-back games, man, that – and then, you know, hopefully feeling confident about themselves going to New York. I mean, that's what we expected from this defense. It's nice to see Baker back out there running around like he like he used to. You know, it's like, nice to see all these he young guys. He a heck of a game. Yeah, yes, it's nice to see all these young guys and that team speed – Baltimore, you know, they're a fast team themselves. But today we finally show the speed that we have as a defense. We were sideline to sideline. Yeah, they were. Nobody's been able to contain Lamar like we did. And he has a few yards and looked good at times, but he couldn't break out like we've seen him break out. The receivers couldn't break out like they used to break out. And we challenged them. Think about it. We were in zero a lot. We were in single high a lot. And we said, we're up in their face. Let's just go. And uh, we brought pressure, and, and they got there half the time. Either, you know, a you know, quarterback hit. A PBU, knocking it down, sacks. Oh, by the, by the, by the way, that was my fantasy defense play, by the way, too. <laughs> Keep um, riding with yeah, him, Juice. Yeah, yeah. It was, it, I like it. It was kind of by accident, but it worked out. I did not have the opposing quarterback this time around, so you guys can leave me alone for a week. Oh, good. But, uh, you know, you you mentioned – I'm glad you mentioned what he's done in the past because that 2019 game was obviously the first of the Brian Flores era, and that was a rough game for the Dolphins. And just looking at Lamar's numbers in that game, you know, he has the whole contingency coming down here because he's a South Florida kid. You kind of – I mean, that was kind of the expectation in the pregame – run up on NFL Network. He was the pretty much only guy they were talking about, and that was just the expectation. He was going to come out here, have a big night. They are going to have a big party out in the parking lot, and the Ravens could go home and, and victorious, and, and, you know, the Dolphins were going to be the ones that took it on the other end. And that's just not what happened in this game. Right. So he, he kind of gets blanked a little bit. Dolphins get their second straight win. Juice, you mentioned about the goal-to-go situations. I want to touch on that real quick because they only went one for four on goal-to-go situations. Otherwise, this game could have been a runaway in, yeah. in, in the worst yeah. way possible. Yeah. So that was, you know, still things to correct because I'm sure Coach Flores will tell us here in just one minute. But I did want to ask you this, Juice, and I've got a couple points here. There's so much to talk about. Um, you know, he hit his hand. Tua hit his hand again on a uh, on one of those throws. Was it a helmet or someone else's hand, Seth? Yeah, hand-to-hand. Hand-to-hand. And he, you could kind of see him shaking it off. I mean, is that one of those things where he's already kind of in the heat of the moment, so he's good to go at that point? Or what do you think happened in that situation? Yeah, I mean, the, the adrenaline is so nice, man. It really is, man. The adrenaline's a mother, man. It really is. And he's going to be able to ride that. He's, he's going to be able to ride that adrenaline. He's going to feel it tonight, though. He's 1,000. He's probably got it in an ice cup right now as we speak. Ten yeah. days off. Yeah. I hope yeah. so. He's probably got an ice cup as we speak, man. And, you know, you never know in those situations because the way I'm feeling it's got to be some type of little more damage than you, you, you think. But the way he was spinning it, especially at the end, I mean, it, it looked it looked really good. At the beginning, neither one of our quarterbacks are very accurate today. 
at the beginning. Right. Yeah, but Correct. Tua found that at the end and was putting it on and dropping some dimes, man. So, uh, but that that finger, man, it's going to be an issue. Everybody's banged up a little bit this time of year. Yeah. You know, even probably uh, even Sanders, even the kickers probably got something going on. I think he's you okay. Know. Yeah. You think he's all right? You think he's all right? <laughs> I think he's all right. Yeah. But at the same time, though, man, um, to, to have that resolve and be able to go out there and, and put that behind you and go out there and play. We talked about it before. This is a tough kid. He really is a tough kid, man. And uh, he's tough mentally, obviously, and, and physically, you know, even when he takes a beat and he still gets back up, man. And, uh, so I'm uh, just proud of the way he came in and handled it. I'm just confused, and I'm sure you guys are too. If he can go out there and, and relieve, mm-hmm. I'm wondering why he didn't start. We'll talk about that another time. Yeah, that might be a topic for another conversation because <laughs> I, I don't understand it either, but, you know, we're not the ones making those decisions. Correct. So Correct. Whatever it was, it worked. It, it worked. That was the winning formula. Probably not how they drew it up, but that's how they got there. And, you know, you talk about having 10 days off or two to hopefully get that finger right and get back and we can stop worrying about this because all year long it's been a, a question about the quarterback position. I just want to finish the damn the, – the darn season <laughs> with a run of games here with our quarterback one intact and just see how he plays. Cause you know, not to, not to look ahead, Seth, but you look at the upcoming schedule here. I like the growth that you're showing Travis one game at a time, <laughs> not man. to look ahead, but then look ahead. Like yeah. I'm going to do <laughs> at jets, Panthers, giants, jets at home. So, I mean, that's a, a chance for him to kind of get back into the flow of things. Maybe post some good numbers, well, get hopefully post some victories here, but that's, that's looking forward. The last point here I want to make on this segment, you, you touched on it. You actually, you actually segment jacked me there, Seth was the fact segment that the, wow. the, the dolphins were able to down. have some <laughs> offensive success when, Mike Gesicki, Mac Hollins, and Preston Williams combined for 10 targets and no catches. And those are guys that – Preston Williams played today? He did play today. He got, got a fade that he didn't, didn't make <laughs> yeah. a play on. Um, but he, he was out there. He played. But those guys have no catches on 10 targets. And, Juice, or Seth, you already mentioned the numbers, 4 for 87 for Wilson, 4 for 84 for Ford. Waddle wound up with 4 for 61, which was more than I thought he had. Uh, obviously, the big catch from Tua helped. And then Shaheen, 3 for 34, and Smythe, 1 for 23. So those are your leading receivers. And that, Seth, to me, just goes back to the point, like, you want to take away the uh, the opposing offense's best players. They want to do the same thing to you. Both those teams kind of did that tonight, but Miami was able to go deep into the bench and find some guys to have some success in this game. Yeah, I mean, you just said it. Look, we hear – how many times this year did we hear – we're going to take what the defense is giving us. And sometimes that's frustrating to hear. We're like, wow, we don't want to dink and dunk. That's what they want you to do. But to me, Juice, taking what the defense is giving you is that if they're going to swallow up the guys that you would like to target, yeah. who's open? Right. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be a three-yard pass, but I like if you can hit Albert Wilson there for seven and he can go for whatever it was, what, 62 yards. Right. You know, so, so that uh, if that's what taking what the defense is going to give you means – I'm good with that all day long. It worked out for him, definitely. And I, I just I look at that ca- that reception chart, yards. Yeah. reception chart, and that's just not that's. I mean, Albert Wilson gets involved in the game for really the first time all year, Juice. Yeah, I, I, and I like it, man. We're starting to see a little bit more of what we saw a few years ago at Albert Wilson. I think they're trying to find different ways to get him involved. We saw the reverse pass that was coming, you know, and things like that. Um, you know, he's he's a guy. He's really like a running back that plays wide receiver. Yeah. So I liked it. And back then, when he was healthier. You know, you could see when he got north and south how he ran with power and he also ran with speed. Getting him comfortable again in the offense is going to make this offense gel a lot more. I like to see him work in the middle a little bit more and give him those opportunities, get Waddle more on the outside because I think, I think, I think Albert Wilson's, you know, been in the inside before and is more comfortable in there. But, man, getting the ball in his hands, man, has been really exciting. And um, I think that they'll continue to find different ways to, to be creative, hopefully, uh, and getting him involved. So, I mean, kudos to Albert Wilson, man, getting back out there and taking advantage of his opportunities. You know, when you get a, you get your number call, when you're really not one of the top two or three guys on your offense, 
you better take advantage of it. Yeah, because if you don't, you may not get that With this, how about Robert Hunt getting his first chance at a reception tonight? <laughs> that was the funniest Man. play I've ever seen on a football field. The juice, the press box is normally like a church, right? Every week much. he does. <laughs> it was like we were watching Dave Chappelle or Bill Burr, like one of these legendary comedians. Everybody was busting up laughing, and we didn't see the flag come out, so we're like, he reached that ball across the goal line. He scored. He knew where it was. I thought there was a rule change. No. <laughs> I, I think he had the refs fooled too, though, because they Bro. didn't throw the flag until they realized what number was I, running the I rock. thought he was tackle eligible, and then right. I realized he was at guard. You <laughs> know what I mean? Like, we had to watch the replay. Was he covered up? It was the whole thing. We didn't know. It. Yeah. He caught it like it was designed for him. He was rolling too when he got it, wasn't he? Man. I mean, he looked like he turned around. He turned around before Gaskin got around. You know what I mean? And then he, he basically went and got threw it. him out of the and way. Then he went and got he got it. it. He went and got they it. They had to call that. They had to accept the penalty, or else he's it was six. Touchdown. Unbelievable. <laughs> I couldn't believe what I was watching when that happened. There was a game against the. It was Patriots and Ravens a few years back in the playoffs, and the Patriots ran this eligible tackle thing where they, they bunched guys in and they flexed guys out and they, they would throw to these guys that weren't supposed to be eligible, but they were. So I was kind of thinking maybe it's happening to Baltimore again here. Nope. Rob just stepped in front and picked off a pass Give me and, that. and said, I'm going to the house, baby. I'm, well, you I'm know, I did see that zone. lineman throw a touchdown pass this week on that, that, that highlight clip. You see that one? Yeah, it looks like Big throw. Rob Hunt must maybe everybody, seen it Yeah, too. all the linemen think they can get it done now, man. That's the problem now. Yeah, I thought Christian Wilkins would be the one to get a touchdown. He had a couple of goal line snaps down there, but it's Rob Hunt who gets across doesn't quite count, but he did it. It'll be on TV forever. He'll have the highlight for his grandkids. I'm, I'm excited about that for him. Give your game day menu the perfect kick of spice with Old El Paso. Try recipes the whole team will love, like slow cooker cheesy chicken enchilada bean dip. I know you want that one, Seth. Air fryer beef taquitos or carnitos mini taco bowls. Visit OldElPaso.com for these recipes and more game day favorites. Old El Paso taco together. We have Brian Flores post game at the press conference. Let's go ahead and throw it to him at the podium right now. Uh, I mean, definitely a tough opponent. Uh, thought we did, you know, a lot of good things. Kept the score down, kept them out of the end zone for the most part. Um, you know, they made a lot of plays. We made a lot of plays. They made some plays. Um, it was a 60-minute battle. Um, really came down to the end. You know, I thought we uh, – it was good to get a win. Well, what's the message at halftime to the defense? Uh, the message to the team was, let's we got to play 60 minutes. It's a very good team over there. Um, you know, good players, good coaches. You got to play 60 minutes against you know every every week, but definitely against a team like that. Um, that's as you know physical and skilled as they are. Um, that was the message. What went into the decision to make the change to to uh, at that point? Uh, the the injury. The injury to Jacoby. Yeah, I mean, it looked as though you had an option there. Well, yeah, I mean, Jacoby went down. I mean, uh, I think everybody saw that. Uh, he went down, um, you know, went into the tent, uh, you know. So, you know, we just decided to put two in, obviously. Um, and then, you know, I think uh, probably was, you know, okay to go back in, but we just decided to, you know, stay with two. You know, made a couple passes, uh, hit a couple passes, and um, just felt like, you know, we might as well just leave him in there. How do you think he did? Um, I mean, it was definitely some 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 good plays. Obviously, the throw to Albert there at the end um, hit Jalen on a couple on a big on a big play. Uh, so I thought he did a, a lot of good things. Um, you know, some throws I wish he, he probably wishes he had back. But uh, you know, overall, you know, it helped us win the game. What did you see? Obviously, with these last few days, and then earlier today, Kareem Hunt said to start Jacoby. You know, he just you know. He did, 
the finger was, you know, was, was an issue. I mean, like we said, it was getting better. He was close, you know, a lot closer than last week. And, um, you know, we knew you know, if there was an issue with um, Jacoby, we would be able to play him. And um, that's, the, that's the route we went, and we put him in, and he played well. It's a great play, you know. I mean, X. Uh, that's that's. Uh, he's done a great job for us, and um, he showed up again, made a big play in a, in a big moment. We needed it. Um, you know, got it out, and you know, scooped and scored. And, um, it's a big play in the game. He's doing a lot of good things. I mean. You know, as a rookie player, I think every time he goes out there, uh, gains more experience. Um, you know, it's good, and he's he's come a long way. You know, the first half of the season, or through ten games, not you know, more than half. Um, I'd say that about you know, a lot of our young players are all kind of developing, getting better, um, and uh, you know, you know, they work hard. Javon works hard. Um, works. It's important to him. Um, you know, we're putting a lot on his plate and. Um, he's shown that he's able to handle it. Ryan, uh, did you, how did the offensive plan change once Tua entered the game for Jacoby? Uh, I mean, I mean, there was a few more RPOs in there. Um, we tried to, uh, you know, create some or throw some shorter throws, um, but you know, we we kind of needed some plays. Uh, we needed to push it down the field. We had some, you know, kind of tough field position, so. Uh, we knew we would have to, you know, push it downfield, and he was able to do it for us. I know you said the thing that limited your downfield passing. Uh, have you seen anything like that 35 yards down the sideline throwing a lot of things that showed uh, last Thursday? Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, the, the uh, he was, you know, he, like we said, he was getting better. Um, but driving the ball down the field uh, was something that was a little bit of an issue, and. Um, you know, I think you know he did a good job. Pushed through it. You know, there's definitely some discomfort, um, and he pushed through it. And played well. What do you think? Two consecutive victories and a little extra time, of, you know, for rest before the next game. What do you think that the combination of that could do for the team? Uh, you know, I think anytime you win, um, and you know these guys work hard, like we've been saying all week, all, all year. Uh, they work really hard, and um, you know to kind of see the fruits of the labors is always good. And uh, you know to get a little bit of time, uh, rest their bodies, rest their minds. Um, I think it's good, but you know I think they'll be ready to go when we get back on Monday. Brian, you guys went with three inside linebackers to basically play uh, Lamar. What was the thought process in that, and, and a lot of the zero coverage? Um, yeah, I think Josh did a great job calling the game. Um, called it aggressively. I think our you know, entire staff, offense, defense, special teams, uh, you know, did a, did a you know, great job preparing these guys on a short week against a very good opponent. Um, yeah, we felt like we had to you know, bring pressure. Um, and look, he's a very skilled player, and he got out of there a couple times, too, and they made some plays. Um, you know, down the, you know, I'm thinking of the play down the sideline at the end of the game. It was, it was, it was, a, good, it was a good play. Um, and um, but you know, we uh, 
uh, we made a few more than they did and came out with the win. No, I mean, I've said multiple times, this is a tough kid. Um, he's dealt with really injuries the entire year. And, um, you know, oftentimes I know for me, I, I try to protect him from himself in a lot of instances. Uh, but, yeah, he'll push through pain. There's no, there's no doubt about that. Brian, what was your perspective on the Robert Hunt Whitby touchdown? Uh, it was a penalty. My perspective is, it, you know, it was it was a penalty. It was going to be a penalty. It was a penalty. I'm sure it was fun to watch for for many, but it was definitely it was a penalty. What did you think of Rob's effort to? Great effort. Play? Incredible effort. It's a penalty, though. It's a great. You know, you know, maybe we'll put a play in for him. You can't help but laugh about that. Maybe we'll put a play in for him. I want to see it. Get Rob Hunt and Christian Wilkins back there. Maybe a little split back action to hand the ball off to one of them. I don't know. Maybe that's a bad idea. <laughs> so, Seth, we we heard there from Coach Flores. What What is your first or your biggest takeaway there from Coach Flores after the game? My biggest takeaway is that Jason Sarney asked yeah, the question in postgame. So, shout out to Sarney. How great is that, that the Miami Dolphins organization allows yep. fans who cover this team through their own social media, their own websites, to come into the press box, to go to a post game, and, and, and to ask questions. Hell, that's how you got started, Travis. So I think that's really cool. Uh, so that was great. But I, I don't think that's what you were asking me. Um, you know, it's interesting. I'm fascinated by the Brian Flores press conference. I think everybody else in the media gets frustrated for some <laughs> reason. I, I am fascinated you know, the losing streak wore on him, yep. and we saw more emotion, more, uh, you know, he was just introspective and, and you know, almost, I don't want to call it a therapy session, but he really shared more and opened more than you ever have heard in the three years that he's been here. But when the team starts to look like what he wants them to look like, he does not want anybody to get too high, Juice. Yeah. He wants everybody to stay hungry. He doesn't want anybody to be comfortable. He doesn't want anybody to start smelling themselves a little bit and feeling themselves. And so he not that he's not complimenting players who played well, but you can tell that he's he's going to remind them, hey, this is great. It's good to get a win, but we're three and seven. Right. You know, we want to stay hungry. And I guarantee you that, that if that's what we're hearing in these press conferences – you know that that is carrying over in the locker room and will carry over in the meetings. And, and, and you know, some people probably want him to smile and lighten up, but that's not how, he's, that's not how he operates. And, that, and, and clearly he doesn't feel that running around and, and patting yourself on the back is a way to win football games long term. And that's what I take away from that. Certainly not like you and I walking down the hallway on the way to the conference room here. Just kind of fist pumping and passing all those Ravens fans That's who exactly. were, were, were pouring out of the press box juice. You should have seen it. We loved it. There was a bunch out of purple of and black oh, coming man. out of the suites, and we oh, they were so just bad. heads hanging, and we were – couldn't have been happier. We have a different responsibility, Travis. So it's a right. bunch of we. The fans can start feeling good about themselves. That's fine, you know. But but Brian Flores has a different responsibility. But that yeah, that that was what was fascinating to me. I'm gonna tell you this. I mean, Flo might sound one way to the media at that press conference. I bet he was a little bit different in front of his team when the doors were closed. You know, when it was just them in there. Because honestly, we talked about it last time and how these guys really have to bond together. You know, and they're their you know they're their they're their own 
teammates. They have to have each other's back in that locker room because of all the outside noise. But I can tell you, I've seen some coaches that have, you know, been rah, rah, rah with his team, but he gets out in the press conference and it's like, you know, we got to right. do this, we got to do that. Flores is a happy man today. He really is a happy man tonight. He was happy after the last winning against Texas no, Texas no matter what. He might not show it in front of, you know, the media, but, man, he's going to sleep well tonight. I was glad he got that little joke in there at the end about Robert Hunt possibly getting a play for himself on the offense because, like Seth mentioned, kind of <laughs> got a little bit of that edge back in terms of how he addressed the media there, and that was good to hear. And good to see a Dolphins get a victory. Get your new Volkswagen with Gunther Plus at Gunther Volkswagen of Coconut Creek or online at GuntherVW.net. For car buying done your way, you got to get to Gunther. Again, the final score from Hard Rock Stadium, Dolphins 22, Ravens 10. You're listening to the fifth quarter post game show on the Miami Dolphins radio network brought to you by the Palm Beaches. The Dolphins are back in action, and this season you can be back in the stands to experience it all live. Get verified tickets from Ticketmaster, the official marketplace of the NFL, and you won't miss a single epic moment. And rest assured, if your plans change, Ticketmaster has you covered because selling your seats securely with Ticketmaster is as easy as a few taps. Get tickets now at Ticketmaster.com Dolphins. Well, guys, we saw Tua Tungavailoa come off the bench in this game and lead the Dolphins to a victory in that second half, along with the defense, too, of course. Let's go ahead and hear now from Tua Tungavailoa postgame at his press conference. Uh, I got to go in. That's all. Thought that was going through my mind. I got to go in. So uh, we were talking through some plays, and that happened on the third down. So, you know, fourth down, we had to punt. So we're on the sideline talking through some plays and whatnot that I liked. And uh, that's kind of what we, we did. Well, I think the guys did a good job uh, getting open. You just got to get it to him. So, so I tried my best to do that tonight, and here's the result. It means a lot. Uh, you know, we beat a really, really good team. Um, you know, this is uh, this is a tough team to beat. Um, but you know, the guys are happy. You know, they're they're sore, but you know, at the end of a win, you know, nothing really hurts. So, feels good. Well, um, you know, we, we wanted to score on that drive, and that's what we got accomplished. And you know, I just think in the heat of the moment when you score, I mean, it's, it's a sigh of relief. You know, it's a sigh of the week that you had, um, you know, with the guys. Obviously, I wasn't in, but, you know, just the hard work that they put in and being able to finish the drive like that, um, I mean, it, it feels really good. <laughs> yeah, that I mean, I, I think Rob's just trying to be an athlete, you know, um, try to make a play for us. But fortunately, you, you know, a lineman can't, can't catch the ball. So that's illegal in the NFL and in football. So can't do it. Yeah, um, I mean that—that's really how it's been when when I had my rib injury too. Um, I wanted to play, but you know, obviously Flo got with Kyle, and you know they had their discussions. Came up to me, and um, you know they made the decision, you know, to try to protect me from myself, obviously. Um, but 
I mean, it's the same thing with my finger. You just got to be ready at any time, I would say. Um, but I would say I was ready. But, you know, that's, that was Flo's decision. That was his call. And, um, you just got to be, you know, supportive of the, the next guy up. So, you know, just try to support um, Jacoby when he was in. Um, because, you know, every time I'm in, he, he does the same for me. Uh, it doesn't feel good, I can tell you that. Um, got it banged up a little bit in the game, um, but it's good. You know, we got 10 days, about 10 days to, to heal up, rest up. So uh, we'll, take, we'll take all the time we can with that. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to use any excuses, but yeah, it, you know, just got to get back into the rhythm and the flow of the game. Um, yeah, that's, that's all it was. Waddle or Albert Wilson? Isaiah Ford? I wasn't in on that. That was Jacoby. Oh, it was Waddle? Ah, oh, that was a good grab by Waddle. <laughs> I I wasn't uh I didn't have any reps with the first group, um so, you know I had just mental reps just watching it and then, when we go in inside and watch it in on film, it's kind of where I get my reps. I mean I. I was warmed up by that time so. It, to me, it's, it was just another throw, just going through my reads. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's tough because, you know, you, you got to get timing with everyone, and not everyone gets reps, you know, so, yeah. It, it, it's tough, it's tough when, when it's fractured, you know, trying to grip, grip a ball. I don't know if you've had a fracture before with anything, but it hurts to do things with it. So it's just tough. Just got to fight through it. Get your new Volkswagen with Gunther Plus at Gunther Volkswagen, Fort Lauderdale, or online at guntervolkswagen.net. For car buying done your way, you got to get to Gunther. Again, the final score from Hard Rock Stadium, Dolphins 22, Ravens 10. You're listening to the fifth quarter postgame show on the Miami Dolphins radio network, brought to you by the Palm Beaches. So you heard from Tua Tungabailoa there on the other side of the break. We heard him break down the week that was juice and kind of the flow of the game and getting back into the flow of things and, and getting himself onto the football field. But I wanted to come to your player perspective here because I was super intrigued by one thing he said about he wanted to play. We, we've heard that all week, and, and Flores has mentioned that as press conferences. But he also said that it was Flores and the coaching or the medical staff's decision to kind of protect him from himself just as a player. When you hear that, what is your kind of thought? Oh, it's my kind of player. It really is. You know, a lot of times, you know, guys are, you know, sometimes guys play, you know, hurt. Hopefully guys don't play injured. But it seems like he's more injured than hurt. When your guy is injured, like I think Tua was, obviously with the ribs and with a fractured finger on his throwing hand, you have to protect them from themselves in those situations. Um, I've seen guys obviously get forced out there to play when they shouldn't be out there. And it's nice to see a, a, a coaching staff and a medical staff um, actually look out for the player. And, and Tua is that kind of guy. You know he's that kind of guy who wants to be out there. You know, he hears it. You know, and a lot of times when you're not playing, you know, somebody's – Taking over, taking your reps and taking your spot, and you know, you can lose your job due to injury. You know, and I think Toa wasn't. <laughs> I don't think he was too worried, but at the same time, though, it, it does happen. 
And on top of that, you know, with a short week, it's hard for him to get any reps with number ones because, you know, you, you have so little time to get the work in for a game on a Thursday that Jacoby had to get all those reps. So mentally he's always there. He's into it. Anytime a guy is a, the backup quarterback, he should be preparing like he's a starting quarterback, and Tua does that. Now, you can tell he did that. And, uh, you know, and they, they took – somebody took more shots out there, Big Seth, with him in the game than they did with Jacoby. Uh, the, and the ball got out on time, uh, made some great decisions. Rusty at the beginning, man, but he, he found his stride, and it looked, it looked pretty good there for a while. So the fact that he did say that he was having some problems gripping the football, yeah. really got no reps all week, and the fact that he also said – doesn't feel good right now. It's it's definitely sore, and we got a, ten days to heal up. Does that increase the your like how impressive the performance was to you? Yeah, and you know this is the second ten day gap he had. You know, you think about it. You know, he he really missed. I mean, he got hurt ten days ago, pretty much to this Thursday. You know, missed the last game and then came in today. So we get another ten days to get it right. But it's a fracture. You know, you, it, if it's a fracture, it's not much you can do except for let it heal. It's right. not like you can, um, you know, do anything to, to help that heal faster. I know they have some modalities they might use to help it some, but at the same time, man, it's like uh, gripping the rock, being able to throw it, being able to spin it. It's on the index finger, right? That's, that's a tough deal for a quarterback. Uh, to be able to tough through it and get it done, it, it, it's good. You couldn't tell that it, it was bothering him. You could not tell, and that's the most important thing. But now talking to him, it's – just bothering the hell out of him. Yeah. <laughs> Seth, I know you <laughs> want to get back to the defense here pretty soon, but what did you think? What did you think of two at the press conference? Did anything kind of stand out to you? Uh, again, I, you know, we talk about this all the time. Anybody who gets in front of that mic follows the lead of the head coach, and so he was subdued. He had to feel good to get back out there. He had to feel good to lead his team to victory, but he was subdued. He respected coaches' decisions. He told you what was hurting. He explained to you what he did and didn't get done in 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 the uh, in practice all week, or I say all week in two days two of days, practice, right? whatever it might have been, Juice. But um, you know that's just he, he's a team player. Again, no one ever questions the character of of, of Tua Tagovailoa. That's that's a non-issue here. But it was exciting to see him go out there and respond when he needed to. And what I thought was, you know, you just look at this game as a whole, I, and I told you this in a press box, I said these guys got to be foaming at the mouth. You have the curious question, who's going to play and, and the injury, and, well, is he hurt? But he's out there and he's, he's warming up, and, 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 well, if he can warm up, how come he can't start? And then he does get in, and then Jacoby's over there with his helmet on standing right there like, he, hey, I'm ready to go in, <laughs> Coach. Now, I love the fact that you saw both of those guys walk off the field every time fist bump each other, sit down, pick up the, 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 the tablets and, 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 you know, work with each other and support each other. So, so that was really great to see because you don't ever want to see the, those two players have, have some sort of a divide. Clearly they both want to play. You know Jacoby didn't want to come out of that game. He, you know, he got his chance to start again. He's playing on this field against another well-known quarterback who came from South Florida. This game meant a lot to him. But in the end, you want both of those guys to, to walk away with a W, and, and that's what needs to matter most, and that's what happens. I, I loved how he mentioned that, you know, when Jacoby's not in the game, he supports me, so yeah. I'm going to do the same thing right. for him. And you made one quick point before we go to break, Seth, about um, I, I said it seemed like he's a little bit down, and you said subdued there, and you made a great point about how he's he's – respectful not just of the coach's decisions but also to the fact that Jacoby did get hurt in the game right if he went in there pounding his chest and I told you all you know the whole thing what is that saying about yeah. Jacoby Brissett right? right so and and we we saw that with with Ryan Fitzpatrick when he was here you know Tua wanted to come in and start and play the guy's been a star everywhere everywhere he's been his entire life 
but he respected and looked up to Fitzpatrick, and he was supportive. And then when he took his job, he almost felt badly, you know, or when he was given his job, however you want to phrase it, he, he almost felt badly. Uh, and, and I have to think he's got that same respect for Jacoby. He's been like that his whole entire career, going back to Alabama. Really, really great with the media, knows the right things to say, and he continues that here. We still have game balls coming up, the drive of the game, plenty Giving to come. Giving out game balls again, it, fellas. Second straight week of game Here's balls after a month and, and a half or so without them. Oh. We're going to do it later on. That's next. Miami Dolphins fans, are you ready for game day? With Cheez-It, you can choose your perfect game day snack made with 100% real cheese for a deliciously cheesy snack experience. So stock up on all your favorite flavors. That's an alliteration right there, Say cheese one more time, would you? Because, man. And we'll see you back here at your favorite game. Again, the final score from Hard Rock Stadium, Dolphins 22, Ravens 10. You're listening to the fifth quarter postgame show on the Miami Dolphins radio network brought to you by the Palm Beaches. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.